So let me tell you, there's one thing, and I'm just going to, I'm going to swear like a sailor. So just, I hope that you, your tender ears can, can take it. I hope the kids are out of the room. My door's closed. Yeah. So, um, I fucking hate elitism. This, this, and it's a lot of the boomer thing, this pull the ladder up, like, hey, it's fine to increase the capital gains tax now that we've retired. Ah, I hate the elitism of people who've made their money and then actively oppose on the pompous shit seat of their virtue signaling, actively oppose the next generation making their money. God damn. God damn do I hate that stuff more than I can possibly explain. I hate the elitism in philosophy, where philosophy is considered to be something that enriches academics, doesn't help the actual person make real decisions, which is why for 16 years I've devoted myself continually having thousands of conversations with actual people and broadcasting it to tens of millions people who so that, that they can actually get some value out of philosophy. I hate this sealing up things so that the same conditions that got you money now is not going to be available to the next generation. Like you can afford to virtue signal, but the other people can't, the poorer people can't. It just pisses me off. Unbelievable. All right. So here we go. Let's, uh, let's get ourselves started on what he's got to say. I have to take a shit first. Don't start without me. I'm afraid we will, but don't let that hamper you. Please squeeze one out if you got it, but let's get going. And finally, new rule, nothing with crypto in the title ever turns out good. Well, he's right about that because <laughs> he's got a show about crypto and it really doesn't turn out good. So the boomer meme, of course, is to say that Bitcoin is like a coin. You know, <laughs> Bitcoin is like a coin. And, and it's not, of course. So this is the first meme. There is a mania rising in the country these days about cryptocurrency and how the train is leaving the station. So you better get on. OK, so the first time people say mania. So the tulip mania, does anybody know how long tulip mania is? It's all the South Sea bubble, all of these previous bubbles. Do you know how long these things lasted? Uh, well, tulip mania was about 10 months. Bitcoin is 13 years. OK, so shut the fuck up about a mania that's been going on for 13 years. I mean, that is a tantric orgasm mania, if ever I've heard one. Maybe you can have an orgasm that lasts 13 years, but the tulip bubble that you're currently poking your desk with was 10 months, okay? So once we start got something lasting 13 years, it's not a mania. Not a mania at all. Now, remember, of course, so Bill Maher is a corporate stooge, a corporate lackey, for sure. And he's after ratings. Now, his parent corporation, his 401k plans, all of his investments are in what? Stocks, bonds, and real estate. He's not got any money in crypto. So his masters want him to attack crypto because if money starts flowing from stocks to crypto, guess what? The price and value of their shares is going to go down. It's not complicated. <laughs> this is like an attack ad from Coke on Pepsi. It's not that complicated. And uh, yeah, yeah, crypto uh, was what, 2008? Something like that uh, was the white paper. I read it uh, on uh, on my show many, many, many years ago. So no, uh, I don't know if he writes his own material. I don't care if he's a talking head or not. I don't care, right? So, all right. So, cryptomania about to take hold of Wall Street. So, that's called poisoning the well. Money boo-boo. Oh, that's so clever. He's good to win boo-boo. Cryptomania. Uh, why, why is it mania? Why is it mania? Well, there's no explanation other than Bill Maher is too fucking stupid to understand it. And I'm not saying that. He himself says he's too fucking stupid to understand crypto. And so you're getting this kind of garbage, right? Tesla has jumped in with both feet and Microsoft accepts it for software now. Etsy, Etsy accepts it now. And so does PayPal and Starbucks and Whole Foods and Home Depot. Okay, so it's important to put a little, little bookmark here, little bookmark. And the bookmark here is you see, if companies accept it, it means it has value, right? So you got to bookmark that in your brain because Bill Maher can't because 
drugs. So he does a lot of weed, I think, right? So you bookmark in your brain a currency which companies accept for the things they make has value, right? Because, right, you've got to, this is bookmark, right? Really, really important, right? Really, really important. One in 10 Americans use their stimulus checks to invest in one of thousands of cryptocurrencies in existence, Bitcoin. Bi so Bill Maher, now you got, I mean, look, Elon Musk, for whatever you want to say about the guy, is a total fucking genius, okay? He is a total productive Edison, once in a century, incredible engineering entrepreneurial genius. I got my issues with him. I hated the lawsuit he got involved in about the, the, uh, the libel. But, I mean, he is a capitalist value-generating machine, okay? But, but Bill Maher, the drug-addled late-night comedian in his, what, 60s? Is he in his 60s? How much work has this guy done? I mean, did he basically put a sandblaster to an his ass and let it sit on his head uh, 69 style to get that kind of buff, weird, smooth face? I don't know. It's just kind of weird. I think he's also got the Jordan Peterson plugs. But anyway, so, but you see, Bill Maher is incredibly smart. He's smarter than tens of millions of Americans. He's smarter than Elon Musk because, you see, Bill Maher is the kind of guy that if he doesn't understand something, it's stupid. If he doesn't understand something, it is by definition stupid, whatever he can't understand, which is, uh, well, it's called the uh, Dunning-Kruger principle, which is you have to actually really be smart and, and competent in a field to know who's good and what's important in that field. You have to be a good economist to know what a good economist is. You have to be a really good surgeon to know who's doing really good surgery. Let me, you see, I see someone cutting up someone. I have no idea whether they're doing a good or bad job. And so because he doesn't understand something, which he openly admits, he's smarter than Elon Musk. He's smarter than the president of Microsoft and Apple and, and all of this. He's smarter than one in 10 Americans because it's just a bubble because he doesn't understand it. Therefore, it's uh, stupid. <sighs> Jesus. Being the most famous, but there's also Ethereum, Binance, Tether, even one called Comrocket. Did you guys know about this one? <laughs> that there is, in fact, a crypto called... <laughs> <laughs> called come rocket i'd say to the moon but come rocket to the moon apparently is half the internet so i probably don't want to get involved in those searches but so yeah i just wanted to uh point it out that um when you want to make fun of something of course what you'll do is you'll take something way off the bell curve and you will point that out as a joke and therefore you hope that come rocket spreads on bitcoin which i guess is how you pay for prostitution with Bitcoin, something like that. But what you do is you take some absurd extremist example, and then you say, uh, well, that's all, all of crypto, right? <laughs> so, I mean, what you do is you, but you could take the same thing. You could say, well, the Zimbabwe dollar that went to like a trillion dollar note, the Zimbabwe dollar is indicative of all um, fiat currency, you know, just all that kind of money laundering is the only thing that fiat currency is useful. In, right? You just take the extreme and then, I don't know. Although it is kind of funny that there's a crypto called uh, come, come Rocket. Come rocket. Uh, what do you buy with that? I wonder. What do you buy with that? Uh, should we? Do you want to throw any guesses as as to what you would buy with Come Rocket? I assume uh, you would send tokens to your favorite Twitch streamers, uh, the females, the ladies. Um, what else would you buy with Come Lubes? Uh, I assume uh, robes, uh, porn stashes, uh, other things like that. These are the kinds of things that uh, uh, I smell pennies. Can we call you Steph? Uh, you can call me Frank. You can call me Steph. You can call me a cab. You can call me whatever you like. But no, we're not going to call just yet. I'll call in a bit, but uh, I want to finish this out. OnlyFans payments? Yeah, could be. Could be. Latex bodysuit. Mm, yes, that's right. That's right. Okay. Waifu's wife's 
simp titles. Yeah, <laughs> you could buy. Uh, I think any anybody who spends Come Rocket online has automatically lowered their T levels to um, gay hamster levels. All right, so let's go on. <laughs> There's also one called Dogecoin that someone started as a joke, but... As far as I can tell, it's exactly the same as all the other cryptocurrencies, because the whole thing is a joke. The whole thing is a joke. Now, it is true, Dogecoin was started as a joke, and what is it, there hasn't been any development on it for um, five years. So, you know, here's here's the shocker. (laughs) Here's the shocker. In any investment environment, there are legitimate investments and there are speculations. Oh, Bill, the amount of economic enlightenment you're shining up my ass with a 4,000-watt anal flashlight is just causing my eyes to glow. Oh, my eyes are glowing like Bitcoin eyes. Oh, my God. Do you know, guys, guys, this is how, what a fucking genius Bill Maher is. He is literally pointing out, literally pointing out the E equals MC squared advancement of investment knowledge, which is that in an investment sphere, there are legitimate investments and there are kind of scammy speculative crap, right? Also known as penny stocks, also known as half the Alberta Stock Exchange, also known as NASDAQ. Come on. I mean, this is just hilarious, right? Um, so let's see. He hates in Islam. Yeah, okay. He hates Islam, but I assume he hates Islam because he's a... Uh, uh, degenerate hedonist, right, Bill Maher? So he hates Islam because it's got moral rules that are pretty damn strict. All right. I fully understand that our financial system isn't perfect, but at least it's real. I fully understand. <laughs> I fully understand that our <laughs> financial system isn't perfect, but at least it's real. At least it's real. Well, um, what does that mean? Does that mean it's based on, I don't know, gold, oil, a basket of commodities, anything that you can't type whatever the fuck you want into your own bank account? Is that what you mean by something being real, Bill? Real? Fed, you know, half of the U.S. dollars in existence were created out of thin fucking air in the last 12 months. But it's real. Oh, my God. It's all digital. So, like, with fiat versus crypto, fiat versus Bitcoin, I'll just stick with Bitcoin because that's the one that's limited. It's one of the ones that's limited. So, fiat is completely bullshit made up money. Type whatever they want into their own bank account. They hand the fiat out to their friends when it's at full value. It trickles down to the poor where it's at half value. They rape the poor and those on fixed incomes with perpetual inflation while enriching themselves at the expense of future generations that they've sold into slavery to Chinese banksters. Okay, so that's your fucking fiat system, okay? That's your fiat system. But he thinks it's real. He, he's in the matrix to the point where he thinks that it's real. So you have only two choices in currency at the moment. Digital and limitless or digital and limited. That, that's all you have because the fiat currency is, is supposedly limitless until, of course, the laws of mathematics whiplash everybody back into the fucking Stone Age. Okay? So he thinks it's, he thinks, he looks at all this stuff oh my gosh, it's digital, and it's only sustained by faith and voluntarism. And the fiat currency, okay, fiat currency, what is it sustained by? Well, it's pretty simple, right? Fiat currency sustained by a fucking gun. Okay, fiat, it's in the fucking name, Bill, you absolute asswipe moron head, okay? It's in the fucking name. Fiat means by decree enforced by a fucking gun, you absolute toadstool of a human being, all right? Fiat is enforced by government decree at the point of a gun. 
So you see, he's got rape currency, which is fiat, and he's got lovemaking currency, which is crypto. And he's like, well, I mean, okay, the rape, it's not, it's not perfect, but, 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 <laughs> my God. Well, no, no, he is responsible for what he says. Do I think he really, I have no idea what he really thinks. We can create some alternate universe where Bill Maher is actually possessed by the soul of Ludwig Mamesis, but he just takes money to say the opposite of what he really believes. No, 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 I'm going to go with the simplest is best explanation that this is what he believes because this is what he wrote or approved. This is what he spoke. This is what he broadcast. No, this is what he believes. So don't talk to me about, uh, well, maybe he doesn't believe it. No, no. Oh, come on. When, when was that... Um, you know, in everything that I've ever put out, where the remotest ambiguity could be, in general, everybody, except for you guys, takes the worst conceivable, the worst conceivable take on everything that I say, right? So, uh, no. What, what, where I, was I ever invited on his show? Are you, are you kidding me? You think a guy who talks like this is going to have me on his show? <laughs> I mean, that would be matter and antimatter, or brain and antibrain coming in the same room. The universe would never, ever... Feed the same. Yeah, Milo was on his show, and it was, in fact, a terrible show, and Milo was not good. All right. Apple stock is worth money because Apple makes $1,000 phones that everyone buys and then drops in the toilet. Okay, so here you go. He's saying that, you see, Apple stock is worth something because Apple makes stuff. In other words, if you buy stuff that en ends up in Apple's hands, that means that the the fiat currency has value, right? Remember earlier I said bookmark that thing? Okay, so people are accepting Bitcoin to buy things, and therefore Bitcoin has value. That's it. That, that's, all, that's all it comes down to. So he doesn't, he can't even hold this particular thought together. And we are, what, like one minute into the segment? It's only eight minute segments. So I won't be too long in this. We're one minute into the segment. And he said, well, you know, that which people accept as, as payment for the value that they create is, is, has value. It's like, well, and all these companies are accepting Bitcoin as payments. But apparently that doesn't have, doesn't have value. Uh, anyway. <laughs> But Dogecoin recently rallied to be worth more than the market cap of Ford and Kraft Foods, and it has no product and no workers. It's just Easter Bunny cartoon cash. Okay, no product and no workers. So it's efficient. See, oh God, how do you... The, the, the representation of something and its relationship to the thing itself. I mean, this is the question of concepts. It's one of the very first videos I ever did back in 2006 or something like that, like understanding concepts, right? So... The idea that money doesn't have value, but it represents value. I don't know why it's so complicated for people. I mean, can you imagine you pay to see some great pianist like Rubenstein or something? You say some great pianist, and you, you pay $200 to listen to this guy play uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, right? What is that old job interview question? Can you perform under pressure? No, but I could take a stab at Bohemian Rhapsody. So... If you go and you sit down and Rubenstein piano, and what they do is they hand out sheet music to you instead, you'd be like, well, that's not the thing itself. Although Rubenstein would be playing with sheet music, right? In fact, you probably have some guy to turn the pages for him, right? So yeah, sheet music is not the music. Oh, we get it. A title deed is not the property. The pink slip in your car is not the car. It's something that represents something else. Like this guy represents somebody with a brain. We understand. Money is not the same as what you buy with it. Money is a measure of how much, in a free market, money is a measure of how much value you've brought to people. That's all it is, right? If you guys donate to me, then clearly I brought some value to you. If you don't, then 
either I have and you're cheap or I haven't, in which case you're probably not watching, right? So don't be cheap. Freedomain.com forward slash donate, right? So we get all of this. <laughs> we, we get all of this. So the idea that it doesn't have workers and it doesn't have a product is exactly the saying, same as saying, sheet mu- you can't hear sheet music. <gasps> or like saying, well, if you open up an MP3 file in a hexagonal a hexadecimal reader, you can't see the music. Boo! Wow, you're brilliant. You know what, Bill? I actually get that you're not on my stream. It's a representation of you. It's a digital representation of you. I mean, the stupidity is real, but the rep- I get you're not currently waiting like that to do the monologue until I hit the unpause button, that this is a representation of you. Bill Maher makes his money off digital representations of Bill Maher streaming across the internet so that he gets ad revenue from his show and from the... So he entirely exists as... Oh, not entirely. He makes 99% of his money from digital copies of what he does. And yet digital copies of money are somehow completely valueless. I mean, (laughs) what is... I mean, does he have anybody with half a functioning fucking brain working on his stuff to say... Listen, Boomerville, let me break it down for you, okay? And, and we'll get to more of this in a sec. But, oh, yeah, I'm not in your bedroom right now, Steph. Yeah, absolutely interesting. <laughs> absolutely interesting. He gets $10 million annual salary, net worth $140 million. Yeah, well, of course, he doesn't want the value of his currency to go down, so he's attacking Bitcoin as a competitor. Guess what? The people who didn't want to transition into making cars when they had a job shoveling horseshit, which is basically Bill Maher's job anyway, they had a job shoveling horseshit on the streets of New York City. They didn't want to invest in the new horseless carriage that ran on dinosaur fart juice from 300 million years ago. Oh, my God. All right. So let's, uh, let's go on. I've read articles about cryptocurrency. I've had it explained to me, and I still don't get it. And Ah, he's read articles about it. He's had it explained to him. He doesn't get it. Well, Bill Maher talks for a living, doesn't produce a product that's worth millions of dollars. Well, he does produce a product. The product is a digital representation of Bill Maher. That's the product. And he makes money from digital being infinite, right? Digital copy-paste being infinite, right? Sure. Now, we'll get to this in a sec, but the big problem that people have to understand about Bitcoin is you have the efficiency of digital and the value of scarcity, because digital has always meant no scarcity. You can forward your email to 10 billion people. You can copy and paste MP3s. You can, right? I'm reproducing Bill's show, uh, right? Even though he's left the studio and returned to the cryogenic chamber where he sells his brain cells to uh, people in Nigeria. So he doesn't yeah, then share the stream. Yeah, share the stream. So he he's openly says he's read articles on it. He's had people explain to it him him to it to him, and he doesn't understand it. Okay, so he doesn't understand the articles. He hasn't phoned up. Let's see, there are people who are fantastic at explaining Bitcoin. I like to think I might be one of them. There are people great at explaining Bitcoin, which means that he doesn't know who's good at explaining things or bad at explaining things. He doesn't know how to gather new knowledge. He doesn't know how to understand new things. But that doesn't at all stop him from completely mocking something he openly says he absolutely doesn't understand, right? Neither do you. I've read articles about cryptocurrency. I've had it explained to me, and I still don't get it, and neither do you. Okay, so he's saying that his, his audience is as retarded as he is. His audience is as stupid as he is, and 
Well, you know, I guess uh, I guess for once, Bill and I agree. We agree. I, I'm like 100, 150% behind the last 10 seconds of Bill Maher. Or anyone else. Yeah, nobody understands Bitcoin at all. Nobody, even the people who made it, the people who've spent 13 years studying it, nobody understands Bitcoin. He's just like, what, a, what kind of bubble do you live in, Bill? Like, what kind of bubble do you live in where you absolutely have no clue and nobody around you has any clue and nobody you know knows anyone? You can't go on Twitter and say, best Bitcoin explainer and give them a call. Do you don't think Anthony Pompliano or... Anybody uh, who's good at explaining Bitcoin uh, would um, Andreas Antonopoulos would would not. They would take a phone call from Bill Maher. They would. They would explain it pretty, <laughs> pretty good, right? Pretty good. And I'll explain why. So there's these things called nerds. Nerds, <laughs> nerds. <laughs> yeah, the nerds. Now, again, if you're a technical director on Bill's show, have some fucking pride and quit, for God's sakes, because he doesn't want to rely on nerds. Let him let him run his own shit, right? Yeah, of course, the audience is going to applaud. I mean, I mean, the audience would applaud a fucking tsunami carrying the bones of their ancestors about to wash over their entire civilization if somebody made a crack about it. <laughs> Just throw them a fucking herring and be done with it. And in 2008, one of them, we don't know who, because this person or group of persons is still anonymous. By the way, isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible that Satoshi Nakamoto has gone to the wind? He's gone underground. He's in the wind. And, and has remained so despite being worth, I don't know, ungodly amounts of money, right? Isn't that wild? I mean, do you, do you know how famous the guy would be? Do you know how much in demand he would be? I mean, uh, it's just incredible, right? It's incredible. Made up Bitcoin out of thin air using the fake name Satoshi Nakamoto, which I think are the Japanese words for monopoly money. Okay, so made up Bitcoin out of thin air. So does he think that computers program themselves, that the blockchain replicates itself through, I would say through the ether, although that's become short for Ethereum. Do you think, oh, no, I don't think he was murdered. No, I don't think he was murdered. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I guess we'll find out if, if the money ever moves, but uh, no, I don't. So yeah, it's just kind of strange. It's, it's wild. Okay. Now, now, capitalism, of course, has always contained an element where instead of actually making something or providing a service for money, you could make money in the exciting field of money. Hmm. Oh, that shit-eating grin. It is, it is seriously punchable. Hmm. That, that's the guy who just sold you a lemon car and banged your wife, and you don't even know it yet. And he's about to go to Bora Bora. So, oh, my God. Capitalism. See, capitalism is just a label that people have for things they don't like. It's like Satan in the Middle Ages. Just, ah, things I don't like, things I don't understand, things I'm afraid of. Epileptic attacks, Satan. Science, Satan. So he's saying that somehow the modern monetary system is capitalist. It's, it's, it's fiat currency. Fiat! Fiat! How stupid do you have to be? It's forced currency. It's violent currency. It's murder cash, right? Fiat is murder cash. Because the way that fiat currency works is they make up a bill for you called taxation and then shoot you if you don't pay it. It's murder cash, okay? So what that has to do with the free market, it's like saying, well, see, there's a guy in Little Italy. He sells shoes. And then there are these other goombas who come around because they're auditioning for 14-hour Martin Scorsese movies who come and say, hey, you got a nice store here. It'd be a real shame if something happened to it. There was a store that didn't pay us 500 bucks a month just down the street, and they just burnt to the fucking ground. So maybe you want to cash up some cash? 
and saying, well, you know, the guy who sells shoes in a voluntary free market contractual basis, he's in capitalism. And the guys who threaten to burn the shit out of his store if he doesn't pay them, that's also capitalism. It's like, no, no, no. One of them is non-aggression principle compliant. One of them respects property rights and it's perfectly voluntary. And the other is a gun to your fucking head. Okay, so voluntary crypto versus murder cash. And he's somehow inserting murder cash into a free market transaction. Okay, Bill. So here's the thing. If there's so much money, Bill, I need, let me, let me dumb it down to you so that you can get it through your greasy toupee. Okay. So if there's so much money to be made in creating currency, what you need to do is you need to create a competitor to the US dollar. You know, like Saddam Hussein was trying to, or Muammar Gaddafi was trying to, because you see, it's just, you just make so much money by competing with government currency. Isn't that amazing? So uh, you could try that, and uh, then you can share a jail cell with the guy who made the Liberty Dollar, because, or you can share uh, the afterworld, wherein you'll find um, Gaddafi and Hussein. So you can't compete with the U.S. dollar, and they create a bill for you on your behalf that you have to pay. If you don't pay it, they'll throw you in jail. If you resist, they'll shoot you. In jail, you could get raped. So it's rape and murder coin. And yet somehow this absolute clusterfrack of sophistic, low IQ, witty idiot is somehow thinking this is part of the free market. All right. But we knew money had to originate from and be generated by something real somewhere, to which cryptocurrency says, no, it doesn't. Okay, something real somewhere. But we knew money had to originate from and be generated by something real somewhere. Okay, so had money had to originate from and be generated by something real somewhere. So this guy who broadcasts over computers says the computers aren't real. I mean, do you understand just what a completely drug-addled, dissociative idiot you have to be when the $140 million that you have relies almost exclusively on digital transfer and you think that somehow digital transfer has no value my god my god <laughs> that's wild sorry steph i want to listen but i have to have dinner with my girlfriend and watch harry potter more i'll listen later yeah that's reasonable priorities but you know i don't know why people feel that they need to tell me when they're <laughs> when they're going somewhere just kind of funny um, wait, why do I want to say here? Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so um, there is no there there with fiat currency. It's fiat. It's government currency by decree. That's all it is. You use this currency to pay the bills we make up for you, or we throw you in jail. So is that real? Is that real? Well, the gun is real. The gun is real. Is he concerned about the gun? Is he concerned about the violence? No, he's concerned about the energy consumption, which we'll get to in a second, which is just wild. All right. To which cryptocurrency says, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Maybe this is why Warren Buffett says cryptocurrencies basically have no value and they don't produce anything. Huh. So what is Warren Buffett, the crypt, crypt keeper of the greatest generation is what? He's Methuselah. Age categories, right? I mean, he's the kind of guy who uh, can give you first-hand accounts of the Old Testament. He is so old that I think he's actually 
he's Benjamin Button on on his on his actual birthday, his actual birthday. So the guy who spent his entire life investing in stocks and bonds and real estate doesn't see the value in crypto when he missed the boat on crypto, right? I mean, there's still a boat to get on crypto. Crypto, I think uh, Bitcoin's got a long way to go up. As I've said for years, my personal opinion, no investment advice, that uh, I think I've always had 700,000 US as a medium term uh, price point for but, you know, it's still not the same as if you got into it when it was five bucks or a hundred bucks or 200 bucks. So these guys who claim to be absolute, complete and total investment geniuses have missed the biggest investment opportunity of this, in, of all of human history, all of human history. Crypto has returned 200% year over year on average for 12, 13 years. Okay. It's the biggest investment opportunity in all of human history which is kind of why I was talking about it way back in the day, right? So that's that's Bitcoin. Now, Ethereum has done fantastically, even much better than Bitcoin this year. So, so these guys, oh, they, they got a lot of vanity. They got a lot of praise. And also, 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 they've got investors that might sue them, right? Because it's one thing to not invest in something. It's another thing to actively put it down. Now, if you are Warren Buffett and you were to say in your pompous golden throne of infinite self-regard and you were to say, oh, my God, I, did I ever miss? I, I missed the boat. I misled everyone on the greatest investment opportunity in the entire history of mankind. And, you know, these these uh, idiots out on the hinterlands of the Internet, uh, you know, uh, they, they got it right and I got it. He's not going to do that. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Step up, wake up to reality. All right. What you hope is that somebody else comes along and pays you more money for them later on, but then that that person's got the problem. In terms of value, zero. All right. Now, Warren Buffett must know, I assume he knows, maybe he's never read any Mises, maybe he's never read any Hayek, maybe he's never read the history of currency, although you kind of should if you're telling people to use Murdercoin to invest in stuff then you should know that the history of currency is it absolutely never lasts. Go go try and spend a Roman dinero these days, right? Go go try and spend a Zimbabwean trillion dollar bill. Go and try and spend uh, Weimar Republic money. Go and try and spend French Republic revolution money. Try. Good luck, right? The money always goes to zero. So how this doesn't apply to fiat, but somehow applies to Bitcoin uh, see, Bitcoin simply measures value relative to goods. That's all it does. Bitcoin is not a good. I get it. I get it. You know, when you want a new suit and you go online and you look at the suits online, you don't take a picture of the suit, blow it up, cut it out and wear it. Uh, the representation of the thing is not the thing itself. Blah, 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 blah. Well done, everybody. You're geniuses. <laughs> I mean, I tried, I tried this once um, with a kid. Um, try, try, get 18 month old. Like we can at least hope that the big, grand, multidimensional 5D chess thinkers in our society have the basic fucking intelligence of an 18 month old baby. Okay. So try this. Well, I mean, don't really, but you know, you can do this as a mind experiment, right? Say to your 18 month old kid, I'm going to give you candy. I'm going to give you candy. And they're like, oh, candy, I like candy. Can I have candy, daddy? And then give them a picture of candy. And they're going to be like, wow, thank you for candy. No, they'll be like, 
they'll take it and they'll throw it on the ground. Give me candy. That's just a picture. So an 18-month-old knows that the representation of the thing is not the thing itself. And so can we, can we at least get as smart as an 18-month-old baby? Can we, can we at least attempt to ascend to the high philosophical insights gained by beings that still wipe their shit on the wall? Can we, can we at least get to that level of philosophical genius? Can we get to the, the epistemological and metaphysical brilliance of kids who laugh 15 times in a row when the jack-up pops up? Uh, just my question. Can we, can we just get to that level? I'm not asking for everyone to become Aristotle, but can we at least become an 18-month-old baby when it comes to understanding things? Yes, that's right. Bitcoin doesn't actually have any value. And com- composing music on a sheet is not the same as playing a concert, and a picture of candy is not candy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I'm not asking for everyone to be some stone-ass genius. I'm not. Just can you get to the level of 18-month-old fucking baby? That's all. Nope. Apparently, it's a bridge too far, people. It's just a bridge too far. Sorry, I lost lost the chat window here. (laughs) We'll be back. It's so obvious. Bitcoin gets its... Bill gets its investing advice from Paul. The internet will probably be useless Krugman. Yeah. Yeah. Krugman, uh, the internet will have as much impact on the economy as the fax machine. They're so smart. That's why I have to be deplatformed because I'm just right all the time. All right. Or as another analyst put it, it's an open Ponzi scheme. It's like having an imaginary best friend who's also a banker. Bitcoin is an open Ponzi scheme. Yeah, well, this is the genius, Nassim Taleb. I mean, I, I, I think he's a smart guy, but he's, you know, everyone has a fatal flaw. This is what you learn out of Shakespeare, right? Everyone has a fatal flaw with... Macbeth, it's ambition. With uh, Hamlet, it's indecision. Uh, and with Bill Maher, it's uh, lacquer and hair dye. And, and with Nassim Taleb, it's vanity, right? So you got to remember, too, uh, if it's a brilliant idea, there's going to be a lot of cultural vanity, racial vanity uh, involved in it, right? So Nassim Taleb, uh, it's a Ponzi scheme. Uh, okay, I wonder if he's ever said that about a real Ponzi scheme, such as Social Security. But no, of course, that's right. So, uh, yeah, this, this is the brilliant, Nassim Taleb is the brilliant guy who sold his Bitcoin months ago uh, for much less money. So. so if he knows so much about Bitcoin and, and what it actually is, A, why did he invest it in it to begin with? And B, why didn't he wait until the money had gone up or the value of it had gone up? Yeah, he hates IQ. He hates IQ because he says, and I, I did a response to him on, um, before I was deplatformed, because he said, well, IQ, IQ is, 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 is wrong. It's all completely wrong because fat tail distribution on the right-hand side. And what that basically means is that you can predict someone, if you have an IQ of 80, you can predict that you're not going to be a surgeon, a lawyer, a judge, or a rocket scientist. But if somebody has an IQ of 140, you can't really predict what they're going to do that well. And therefore, IQ is nonsense. In the same way, if you're five feet tall, you're not going to be in the NBA. However, if you're six foot eight, you might be in the NBA, but you can't predict it with 100% accuracy. And therefore, judging anyone by height and basketball metrics is completely invalid. And that's just emotional. And he is, he's a volatile, block everyone, insult everyone, blow up. He's, you know, well, I guess 18 month old, we're back there, right? So IQ is racist. Uh, science can't be racist. Steph, you helped me end a bad relationship, get into tech and triple my income. I donate to the regular now, value for value. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. 
So you should donate as well because if you don't donate, your unconscious won't take philosophy that seriously because our unconscious follows our resource allocation. I'm just telling you that straight up, right? I mean, I take philosophy very seriously because I sacrifice a lot for it. If 10 bucks a month is too much for you, your unconscious is like, okay, well, it's an entertaining listen, but we're not going to do anything based on it because we, you know, why? All right. Uh, so. <laughs> this is how the world economy crashed in 2009. Oh, 2009. So 2009, the world economy crashed when there was no fucking Bitcoin. Oh, Bill, isn't that interesting? So the world economy crashed when there was no Bitcoin and it was all fiat. But fiat is great and Bitcoin is bad. Got it. Got it. Now, again, the world economy crashed because the government forced banks to lend to unqualified minorities and they were forced to do it. They couldn't. Then they bundled it up all of that toxic risk. They spread it around the world and all that, right? So, all right. It wasn't the lost value in actual houses that sunk us. It was this virtual market that required inventing algorithms to bet on how much houses might be worth in a virtual, virtual scenario. But then the landlord called in the bill for this virtual market because in adult land, it turns out the landlord is always real. So now people who've invested in something called real estate, that's a real thing. Whereas people who've invested in something called crypto, that's not a real thing because of laws passed by Bush. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the, the whole housing crash came out of a, a since completely discredited report out of the, um, uh, out of the uh, New York Fed, which taught, pointed out discrepancies in home ownership between races, right? And if you understand the IQ thing, you understand why there's home ownership discrepancies. And I say this with all sympathy to everyone involved, but you understand this, right? And, uh, but you weren't, you're not allowed, never allowed to talk about this stuff. So we had to wipe out 40% of America's wealth because you can't talk about things, right? Steph, you are one of the few people in the way of the West committing suicide. That's very kind. Thank you. Our problem here is at root, not economic, but psychological. People who have been raised in a virtual world are starting to believe they can really live in it. A virtual world. So virtual currency is the same as a virtual world. Isn't that wild? Now, of course, here's the thing too. Um, video games are as real as Bitcoin and Bitcoin is as real as video games. So if you think that video games are a valid economic market and that they have value, even though they're entirely digital, then Bitcoin is the same. The video game market is bigger than just about all of the other media markets combined, way bigger than the movie industry and TV, I think, combined. So video games are virtual. Guess what? You know, the people in video games, not real people. Places in video games, not real places. Uh, if you've played Skate 3, you know that you can't actually skate through walls <laughs> in the real world. So you've got a digital product called video games, which everybody accepts has multi-trillion dollar value over time around the world or hundreds of billions or whatever it is, right? And yet somehow, Bitcoin, which is digital, doesn't have value. And the funny thing is, too, all the way back to Ultima Underworld, you can buy and sell virtual things in video games. Is anybody like World of Warcraft? Or there's a whole economy of virtual things in video games. I mean, if you've ever played Candy Crush, you buy gems or whatever the hell they are. Dragon Veil, my daughter played for a little while. You buy gems. Um, and uh, Golf Battle, she and I play from time to time. You you can buy gems. You get gems for things. Oh, my God, the gems are not real in none of this economy. <laughs> His entire income is based upon digital distribution, and a digital distribution network like Bitcoin, he has no idea 
where the value is. My God. Much of warfare is a video game now. Why not base our economy the same way? What is it? <laughs> Much of warfare is a video game. Much of warfare? Why not base our economy the same way? And cryptocurrency is literally a game. Bitcoins are created by what they call mining. Mining. But not the kind of mining that's done by seven dwarves who share a woman. By the way, seven dwarves who share a woman, it just shows you the heightism that is going on in the world where seven short guys equal one guy who can get a pretty girl. World of Warcraft was the test economy Bitcoin was modeled after. Well, and Bitcoin was created in response to the fiat currency manipulation and the disgust that everyone should have at the massive bailouts of the rich people by... Much of warfare? Much of warfare? I don't know. It's weird. This kind of mining involves using rooms full of supercomputers to make something that is purposefully arbitrary. Essentially, one computer thinks of a number between one and infinity, and other computers take trillions of guesses at what it is. It's the old game of I'm thinking of a number between one and ten, except times a gazillion, and the guy guessing the number lives in China, and the guy who knows the number lives in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's not racist, though. Take that, work. <laughs> Do I need to spell this out? There is something inherently not credible about creating hundreds of billions in virtual wealth with nothing ever actually being accomplished and no actual product made or service rendered. Okay, so product and service, right? So... Just so you understand it, right? So, And Bill has enough. See, the people who don't care about inflation, the people who don't notice inflation, all they're doing is signaling that they're above inflation, right? They're, it's, it's a form of wealth display. It's a, you know, like the birds who have those big, weird tumor bulbous, bulbous red feathers or the do, uh, under their chin or the dewlaps of the lizards uh, in Florida where they sort of bob their heads up and down. So this is just a bunch of bullshit signaling of how wealthy you are. It's like if you say, well, I, I'm fine with the capital gains tax. You're saying, well, I have so much money that it doesn't matter if I have 140 or $150 billion. And um, uh, I don't care about inflation. I don't really notice inflation because you have so much money that it doesn't matter. Right? So that is a way of saying how wealthy you are, how successful you are. It's just a form of status display. It's, it's like saying, I don't care about immigration. Well, all you're saying is that you're wealthy enough to live away from the negative effects of mass immigration, right? It's like if you say, well, I care about blacks being shot by white police officers, but I don't care about blacks being shot by blacks. Well, you're saying that you live far enough away from the black on black violence. It's just, it's all virtue signaling. It's why Barack Obama and Michelle Obama bought a house in all uber white Martha's Vineyard and all of that. I mean, you, you can't get any whiter except by doing a close-up of my forehead. So, yeah, so, and the inflation, of course, for boomers, they love it because it drives up the value of their houses and all of this kind of stuff, right? So, Bill Maher, by focusing on inflation, right? So, why is there Bitcoin? There's Bitcoin because people are stealing from you. Every breath is a dime gone. Every breath is a dollar gone. People are stealing from you while you sleep. They're stealing from you while you fap. They're stealing from you while you exercise, while you eat. It's just, you know, this constant dissolving. You know, it's like your house is made of sugar and the hard rain is falling. That everything that you have, there's this conveyor belt going out of your house into the endless Jabba the Hutt moors of ancient banksters. 
And so if you say, well, I'm not concerned about, you know, I've got so many dollars. They're like grains of sand on the beach. What do I care if the sand washes out some? All you're doing is saying that you're a rich and title asshole who doesn't care about anybody else and just wants to puff up his chest and show everybody how wealthy he is by the things he doesn't have to care about, right? So that's all. So Bitcoin was invented because people keep stealing the shit out of you through inflation by printing and creating more money. And so when you inflation, everyone thinks it's like the price of things going up. Now, inflation refers to an increase in the money supply relative to goods, right? So what is the service that Bitcoin is providing? The service that Bitcoin is providing is scarcity. Scarcity. And if you think that scarcity isn't a value, you've never been married. Because in any reasonably healthy marriage, what do you do? You stand in front of your wife and you say, we're not going to bang anybody else until the end of time. We have a monopoly. We have now created artificial vow-based scarcity in the inflammatory rubbing of our naughty bits. The chafing together of squishy parts that creates the furnace of new life. We are just going to do it with each other. That's it. That's scarcity. Artificial scarcity. Marriage and Bitcoin are two sides of the same coin, almost, almost literally, right? So the reason that you say that to your wife is so that you can be guaranteed that the kids are yours and that you're not going to take your resources and run off with a younger model when she gets too old to have kids, right? That, that's, what you, that's the stable foundation upon which civilization, the family, and the transmission of culture and all these kinds of good things is. So yeah, artificial scarcity is the whole thing. When you go and rent a car, what do you do? Are you happy if there's 12 other people in the car with you, like some frat kids trying to stuff themselves into a phone booth in 1953? No, you're not. Because you rent so you get exclusive use of that car over the rental period. <laughs> How do you like sharing your seat on an airplane? You probably don't, right? So when you buy the airplane seat, you're creating artificial scarcity because they can't sell it to anyone else. My God, I don't know why this is... I genuinely have no idea why this is complicated. Bill Maher won't let anyone else sit in his chair, probably because they'd catch something, and also because he wants a monopoly on his chair. Oh, look, he's got artificial scarcity. It's called the Bill Maher Show, or whatever the hell it's called, right? And Bill Maher is the guy on it, and Bill Maher is the host. Artificial scarcity. Could be anybody else in there. No, got to be Bill Maher. Artificial scarcity. My God, Bitcoin has artificial scarcity. My entire fucking life runs on artificial scarcity. But how could Bitcoin's artificial scarcity have any conceivable value? Oh my God. I, 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 sorry, I know this sound. I just, I cannot fundamentally understand. And this is not genius stuff. This is not top tier. Oh my God. This is a, 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 a an entire airplane hangers wall full of complicated two-point squinto vision equations from hell. This is just, look at your own fucking life. Look at what you're, just look in the mirror at what you're doing. It's not complicated. <laughs> if I have any brilliance, it's in the ultimate simplicity. Bill's chair probably has a dildo glued to it, not something I want to share. Uh, do you think it's glue? It probably, probably did invest in cum rocket, right? So yeah, it's, it, it, everything's about artificial scarcity. You know, when you, when Bill takes that toke from his doobie, he's not sharing that smoke toke with everyone, anyone else, right? So the idea that uh, scarcity could have value when everything we do is based on scarcity, uh, it's too crazy. All right. It's like Tinkerbell's light. Its power source is based solely on enough children believing in it. Okay, so Bitcoin is like a magical creature created by pedo-enabling mega studios, right? And it's just people's belief in it 
Okay, let's say that's true. So what? So let's say people just believe that Bitcoin has value. Well, value is subjective. I mean, he's objectively stupid and corrupt. Bill used to star in softcore porn in the 80s? No, he didn't. I don't believe that for a moment. Really? No. I disavow. I disavow. Um, but yeah, he's got no kids, right? So, I mean, he's a hedonist as far as I can tell. And so, so let's say it's entirely true that people believe that something has value. Okay, so what? And so people look at the Mona Lisa and say, that's a beautiful painting, right? People say, uh, they, they look at, uh, they listen to a beautiful piece of music. They say, oh, that's a wonderful piece of music. Are you going to tell them that they're wrong? So what if people believe in Bitcoin and let's say that you don't believe in Bitcoin? So what? People watch your show. I think you're a stumbling idiot whose brain is eating itself like uh, Pac-Man going full circle. But other people like your show doesn't mean you should be shut down. Doesn't mean that, you know, other people like your show. So anyway. All right. You're right. This will take forever. Okay. So the fact that people believe in it, it's still voluntary. It's not forced like fiat currency. <laughs> and unfortunately, what is real is the unfathomable amount of electricity those massive supercomputers suck up for their mining. Oh, no. You see. Oh, my gosh. Do you know? It's really, really bad when people use electricity to make money. Wait. Holy shit. Hang on. Zoom in. Oh, sorry. I didn't see that before. There are lights on Bill Maher's haggard crypt keeper expression there. There are lights. There are shadows on the bags under his eyes. Oh, my God. He uses hair gel, which takes electricity to produce. He's got lights on him. Oh, my God. Wait, does it, does this cameras have power? Holy shit, I bet you he drove to work too. Oh my fucking God. The computers that deliver Bill Maher's show to dumb everyone down run on electricity. Oh my God, do you know that Bill Maher actually used to do these big giant tours with sets and lights and everything? He had to fly a whole fucking crew around on planes and they probably weren't public planes. So you see, for Bill Maher, to, to use massive amounts of electricity to accumulate $140 billion to be on TV, since uh, TV was uh, something you had to crank with your handle. See, it's fine for him. He's got $140 million by using ungodly amounts of electricity to power his show, to distribute his show, to, to power his tours, to get on stage, to fly everyone around, to hang the lights. That's totally fine. For him to use a small city's worth of electricity over the course of his career to accumulate $140 million. But dear God, dear God, if you buy 12 Satoshis, you're just ass-raping the planet into oblivion, don't you know? Jesus, God. Jesus, what the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> Newsflash! Welcome to reality. New technology sometimes and very often uses more power. If you didn't know it, a car uses more power than a horse, and a horse requires more energy to sustain than a human being who walks. You know what? Airplanes take more power than a car. Cell phones take more power than a rotary dial phone, and a rotary dial phone takes more power than walking to your neighbor's house and calling them. Do you know Bill Maher would use less power if he came to your house and spewed his bullshit through your letterbox? But he doesn't. New, new, wow, oh my God. New technology can take more power. Oh. <sighs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
A suit takes more power than a simple shirt and pants. That's right. That's right. See, but but he's a boomer, right? So he's lifting the ladder. Well, I used incredible amounts of electricity to accumulate my wealth. But don't you people dare buy crypto in order to save your money. Because, you know, all of his shit's invested, I assume, in, in stocks, bonds, and real estate. So he doesn't want the money going into crypto because it can lower the value of his other stuff. I get it. Blah, 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 blah. Right? The power. Listen to this. The power being used right now to guess numbers and win imaginary prizes is the same as all the electricity needed to light all of New York State. Well, that's easy. Just turn off New York State. Probably save some old people's lives anyway. And certainly people will get less ass grabbed by the governor. So, yeah. Oh, the electricity. Now, is he talking about, here's the thing, too. Like, if you want to talk about ungodly electricity usage, I don't know. How about that little thing called the fucking American Empire? 750 military bases all over the world. Uh, how much energy does that use? What, like the U.S. military uses, what, like a quarter of all the electricity? It's insane, right? Now, the military empire is always funded by fiat currency because the average person doesn't want a fucking empire because an empire destroys their lives. It certainly destroys their currency. Everywhere from the British Empire to the German Empire to the Roman Empire, Persian Empire, they all get fucked by currency inflation because the only way to sustain an empire is by printing money because empires are unprofitable. So fiat currency drives an entire fucking empire uh, in America, which uses, I don't know, conservatively speaking, an infinity m amount more electricity than Bitcoin does. So fiat currency is driving an empire, which is consuming ungodly amounts of electricity. Oh, and also uh, uh, killing millions and millions of people since the Second World War. So, Bill, you know, look look inside for that twisted fucking Satan shat raisin you call a heart and just try and figure out the fact that fiat currency is funding way more energy consumption plus added murder than Bitcoin. Bitcoin, no, doesn't kill anybody. Well, maybe one regulator in South Korea. But anyway, that's not Bitcoin itself. So that's the other thing too, uh, national debt, you know, when you print a bunch of money and you hand it to people, what do they do? Well, they buy stuff. That stuff is generated through electricity, transported through gas, energy, whatever, right? And so when people get $500 a week and they go out and buy stuff, that stuff has to be produced, consumes a massive amount of electricity. So all government money printing and particularly debt is stimulating massive amounts of consumption in the here and now. Bitcoin doesn't do that. Bitcoin doesn't do that. Bitcoin, in fact, rewards you immensely for not spending Bitcoin. Bitcoin will bribe you to hodl to a factor of 200% a year. So whatever you want to buy now, by the time Bitcoin hits its relative peak, I assume in a couple of years, it's 10 times as expensive. You want a $5 latte? That'll be 50 bucks, please. You, oh no, that'd be, uh, yeah, 50 bucks, right? So you got to think of that kind of stuff. You want a $50,000 car? That's half a million in Bitcoin in a couple of years, in my humble opinion. So Bitcoin is paying you to not consume shit in the here and now. Fiat currency punishes you if you don't. You got to spend that or you got to invest it, which creates crazy incentives for businesses to produce too much stuff. And we're awash in stuff. We're awash in garbage. We're awash in tchotchkes. Look at the fucking mall and, and try and divide a mall into stuff you need to live and other stuff that gets thrown out when you die and nobody cares about. From tchotchke score to mantelpiece, to will, to landfill. That's the cycle of 95% of the shit in malls. How much of that do you need to live? 
or is even important to you living and how much of it is, hey, new shoes. Hey, new pair of pants. <laughs> oh, new belts, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, some of you need belts or whatever, right? But fiat currency drives ungodly amounts of consumption, drives an entire empire, enslaves an entire next generation. But it's okay, because it gave Bill Maher $140 million to shut the fuck up about the evils of fiat currency. So, yeah, good deal. Except the governor's office where they use romantic candles. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Alleged sexual assault. It's totally the same as romance. Well, I guess if he doesn't see the difference between murder coin and Bitcoin, well, I guess uh, he wouldn't see the difference. And he would think that what the governor does is romantic. <laughs> Bitcoin uses more electricity per transaction than any other method known to mankind. Just one uses more energy than a million visa transactions and has the same carbon footprint as 85,000 hours of watching YouTube. What a 15-year-old calls the weekend. Yeah, I don't really think that people are complaining about YouTube. See, YouTube, again, dumps down the population, distracts them with useless stuff, and silences any important or brain-stimulating voices, such as me. So everyone's happy with Bitcoin. Sorry, everyone's happy with YouTube. So nobody complains about the energy consumption of YouTube because it's being used to dumb down the population. And, oh my God, don't even get me started on Bill Gates. I will do a whole other, a whole other show one day about Bill Gateway to Hell. Gates, sorry, Gates. So yeah, oh my gosh. It's expensive. <laughs> but you know what? It's not an empire. In fact, Bitcoin, as I argued many years ago, Bitcoin means the end of anything but defensive wars. Bitcoin means the end of anything but defensive wars because wars are funded by fiat currency. And if you want offensive wars, you have to have fiat currency. So the adoption of Bitcoin means the end of war. So shut the fuck up about visa transactions because Bitcoin will prevent hundreds of millions of people from getting slaughtered in their fucking sleep by sky bombers, okay? Bitcoin uses more energy than Netflix, Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, and Google combined. Yes, but you see, um, let's see, Google dumps down the population. Microsoft, meh, don't really know. Facebook, absolutely. Netflix, oh my God, and programs the population. Uh, Apple, meh, uh, I guess some of it, but uh, yeah, so... Why, why was nobody complaining about any of these companies until Bitcoin came along? Because Bitcoin represents human liberation from tyranny. And these guys are hand in glove with tyranny. I mean, cars are bad. Aren't these the companies that are currently uh, opposing uh, anti-slavery laws in China? For the climate, but at least they take you somewhere. <laughs> Wait, Microsoft and Google combined. I mean, cars are bad for the climate, but at least they take you somewhere. <laughs> Cars are bad for the climate, but at least they take you somewhere. Bitcoin prevents you from having your money stolen by inflation. In fact, it pays you to hedge against inflation. So, again, he doesn't care about inflation as a way of just signaling how he's, he's real time is the name. He's just so wealthy. In Tiger Woods' case, a tree. <laughs> but this, this, this is just a beanie baby that runs on coal. How can a company like Tesla be all in on saving the planet with electric cars and then participate in destroying it with this completely unnecessary online play money? Yeah. So anyway, I, you know, do we really, we don't really need to, do we do the rest of it? Uh, I mean, it's, it's all garbage. So he's talking about cars, which use a lot more electricity than horses, uh, but Bitcoin, which uses more electricity than Visa. Yeah. But Visa relies on fiat currency, right? So... You think, oh, Visa is very, very expensive. Uh, sorry, Visa is, is cheap relative to Bitcoin, but it's not when you take into account future deficits, debt, 
and the fact that it's you know participating in the collapse of currency to some degree. So, yeah, it's um, yeah. George Floyd's used fake fiat, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so I'm just going to see what's there. Talk about Bitcoin. Very hungry opportunists, and you're not allowed to pretend you care about the environment. Push global temperatures above the tipping point of two degrees Celsius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> how do you want your anti-Bitcoin stuff? Do you want it wrapped in anti-terrorism, anti-child exploitation, or do you want it wrapped in global warming? <sighs> so the fact that people, the government is creating money out of thin air, giving it to people to buy stuff, apparently is not at all bad for the environment. And the fact that the government is paying for people to have endless reams of children who don't necessarily have the greatest chance of success in life, that's not bad for the environment at all. But Bitcoin as a hedge against imminent currency collapse, well, that's just bad for the environment. Anyway, it's all just... Um, it's all just nonsense. I don't know. Does he have lovely beach houses? Does he have, of course. I mean, the guy's carbon footprint is is absolutely ungodly huge, but that's fine. You see him sucking up massive amounts of electricity, right? Like like Linda Lovelace in a reverse sneeze. That's totally fine. But but you see, if you want to do it, then you're just an evil guy who hates the planet, right? Hates the planet. So Beanie Babies, oof, Mahas writers did their homework, even quoting TFS, Turd Flinging Monkey. Oh, my God. That is a, um, that is a, uh, that's a name I haven't thought about in quite some time. TFM, Turtling Your Monkey. All right. So yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to, uh, no, I don't think it's a fake laugh track. I think that, uh, that is actually a real studio audience. Well, real relative to various, <laughs> various things, but yeah, that's, uh, that's where they at. That's where they at these days. All right. Hang on a sec here. I turn this damn thing off. Oh, yeah, there we go. All right. So, yeah, so that's Bill Maher. Now, he speaks a little bit more slowly. I couldn't take it how slowly he spoke, though, so I sped it up a little bit. Crypto is a bubble. Everything I hate is a bubble. Everything I don't like is a bubble. Uh, yeah, well, if you think crypto is a bubble, but you're fine with fiat, uh, then you have about as much brains in your head as an actual bubble. I never did talk to TFM. Wasn't he the guy who did uh, reviews of sex toys on his channel? Um so no, no, no big, uh, no big diss, but you know, not my particular cup of tea, unless one of the sex toys was a cup of tea, in which case maybe. All right. Well, listen, guys, thanks very much. I just wanted to, um, oh, he's still doing his uh, sex toy reviews. I don't know. Maybe uh, get married, have a kid or two. Yeah, it's just a thought. It's just a thought. I'm not sure that being surrounded by anal dildos in your deathbed is going to be a really Hallmark card ending to your life. You know, they, they just lean in and say, oh, man, I wish you'd cleaned me more. But that's not really much to be surrounded by as you get older. He's on BitChute? Yeah. He's got some clever stuff to say about men and women, for sure. So, all right. Well, listen, guys, thanks very much. I appreciate you dropping by. We'll do another uh, longer show um, where we can take chats. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to do this one really briefly. So, yeah, thanks. Mwah. Lots of kisses back to you as well i appreciate that and uh it's really uh, a pl great pleasure to chat with you guys freedomain.com forward slash donate to help out the show lots of love from up here take care everybody i'll talk to you soon bye <laughs>